Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Musai Collective. I'm your host, Lindsay Cabrera, and I hope you're all staying well and inspired. Today, I'm excited to bring you the first DJ and producer onto the Musai Collective podcast series, Miss Malera. For the past decade, Amsterdam-based Miss Malera has been absorbing the essence behind traditional genres such as deep, tech house, and techno, and twisting them into a melodic confection that is both fresh, timeless, and completely her own. In the past year, she has played high-profile dates in Europe, Asia, and the Americas, in clubs such as Warang Brazil, Coda Toronto, Fusion Festival Germany, Caterblau Berlin, and many more. In 2012, Miss Malera launched her very own monthly radio show and event series called Colorizen, in which she recently just celebrated her 100th episode. I've known Miss Malera since about 2014, and I've watched her career grow over the years. This musical Musai is an artist to watch, and you can follow her on Instagram at Miss Malera. There will also be a very special Miss Malera Musai guest mix coming out in just a few weeks, so stay tuned. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and here's Miss Malera on Musai Collective. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Musai Collective. Today, I have Miss Malera here. Welcome, Kim. Hello. Hello. How so are you? I'm, I'm great. It's so good to talk to you. It's been a while since I've seen you last. Yes, it's been a while. I, I even can't remember, maybe. I do. It was in Amsterdam for ADE last October. Yeah, not last October, but the year before that. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, sorry. <laughs> a year ago. No, no worries. We just started the new year, so. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm so excited to have you on the first season as actually my first guest DJ. Welcome, welcome, darling. I'm just going to get into it here. So you actually just celebrated your 100th episode of your Colorize and Mix series, so congratulations. I have always loved your mix series. When I first met you back in 2014, I was listening to it all the time. I love your mix series. It's just like full of energy and you're always keeping it interesting. And I actually listened to the 100th episode the other day. Very nice. (laughs) So congratulations. How's your journey been with your musical baby over the years? I know you've done so many showcases and 100 episodes. How does it feel? Yeah, of course. I'm proud of it. I can't believe it's already eight years ago when I started Colorizon. Yeah, it started as a monthly radio show at Proton US. Uh, Indeed, my baby. The only one so far. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. And uh, what you said, not much later, I gave my first live event in my hometown Amsterdam. Didn't count them, but from an amazing boat event during SEAL Amsterdam. Back in 2015, two events in my hometown Amsterdam as well at the Marcantina. It's my favorite club. The journey I've experienced with this concept is the most inspiring one for me personally to work on. Yeah, I hope much more to come. I've been always dreaming to bring Colorizen overseas. Maybe we can make something happen <laughs> in yeah, the future. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it would have happened in 2020. But yeah, mm. now what happened last year? This was unfortunately not possible. I could expand my horizon. That's for the- sure. Yeah. I was just thinking, I remember I came to one of your early colorizing parties during ADE in Vondel Park. That Was it a museum or something? Exactly. It's for TV programs and uh, films. Yeah. So that's also a special location. in That was a marathon. You played 13 eight. hours. How many hours? Eight. Eight. Oh, eight. Okay. Eight. Oh. okay. I was like 13 hours. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> so I, I can remember this one as well because it was on Sunday and yeah. last day of Amsterdam dance event. Mm-hmm. So it was a roller coaster. <laughs> and... I, I that morning I had to wake up my alarm was ringing and I was oh I'm free today oh no I'm not free I have to play eight hours I have eight hours to go this marathon exactly. 
Yeah, oh yeah, gosh. but it was great. And uh, of course, yeah, music keeps you moving and going and rolling. So I did it. Just yeah. touching on that as an international artist touring the world. And obviously we need to face the facts that we don't have any choice but to stay home right now. Everything being canceled, such as the festivals and events and culture itself due to the pandemic. How has this changed your life over the last 11 months? And how are you staying creative and inspired? I'm sure it's been quite the pivot for you. Yeah, phew. it's up. Absolutely unbelievable and not an easy ride so far. To be honest, sometimes tears and yeah, I've only my fingers crossed for better time soon. I can't wait. But yeah, and what I said, it isn't easy to be inspired and creative, but I try to keep myself moving with things I've learned during my studies and so on. Also friends, family, their ongoing support has been one of the most important things to get me through this. Exactly what you just said is so important to stay connected to your community, your tribe your family, your friends during this time because we are social creatures and this whole isolation thing, it's challenging, especially if you live alone. I've been doing meditation probably the last few years now and I think more than ever, it's been so fantastic and just like daily rituals, doing things, moving your body, exercise, it really, really helps. Do you practice any wellness rituals? Not as long as you are doing <laughs> but I have to say I started meditation indeed. I'm almost doing it twice a day where I try to. That's great. Yeah, yeah it's great. It, it makes me a bit more relaxed. I find that too. It relaxes me. It doesn't make me so worried about the little things so much anymore. And I think that's another thing that I can say after the last 11 months, you start to realize like what's really important instead of stressing about silly things <laughs> when there's something so important happening in the world right now. Another thing that I want to talk about is being on social media and how much are you really engaging? I know that it can also be something that pulls you down energetically if you're spending so much time on social media or just seeing the news and things are negative. There's just a lot going on. <laughs> and so personally, I like to take breaks and I find that it just does me well. How are you doing with this? I, I can't imagine it does you well because yeah, yeah, I have to say I've never been a social media addict or, and I was mostly away for news uh, in the world as well since years. So that was nothing new. I have to say I'm a very sensitive person. So for mm -hmm. me, it's okay to be offline and stay away from these impulses. I'm definitely not happier after reading news or socials and exactly. at the moment, but I've also noticed there's more polarization than ever okay. in the world, mm -hmm. but I find difficult as well. So yeah, I would love to read happy news, for, for example, but honestly, there is more negative than positive news. And Always. It doesn't make me feel any better. So no, yeah, I try to to stay away from it as much as possible. But of course, I have to say I'm also happy that there is social media for me as an artist. So I cannot only complain about it, but just to read it and to be there all the time. No, um, yeah. try to do not. And yeah, I think it's great to use it as a tool to avoid exactly. feeling pulled down by the negativity that's out there. But, you know, there are some positives when you're looking at other people's art. Maybe someone has some new music out. It's nice to look at travel photos these days, stuff like this. There's the positive and the negative. But I think as long as you have a nice balance, it can work. And also, as you said, as an artist or someone that's promoting maybe your brand or your business, of course, it's a great marketing tool. I think we just need to be more conscious and mindful when we're engaging. Yes, 
I agree. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So with that, the music industry really has transitioned to online this last 11 months with the live streams and the DJs and the festivals participating, collaborating, making their live streams all over the world so people can tune in and have like a dance party in their living room. So I really thought that was lovely how the community came together. I know Beatport did like a huge New Year's Eve stream with artists from all over the world. There were a couple non-for-profit live streams that happened where people were raising money to help certain communities. I just thought that was really cool and it's still happening. It's kind of the new way now for artists to reach their fan, you know, and I really think it's important to keep the community connected and it brings people happiness. Maybe someone's not having a great day and then they tune in and, you know, they have a dance and of course dancing makes you feel better, Uh, (laughs) you know, so. Yes, of course, we want to dance. (laughs) Yeah, it's like I have dance parties in my living room by myself because I love it. I'm just like, oh, this is so good. (laughs) When I look at this, I'm just thinking, is this the future? What do you think the future of dance music is? Yeah, I think live stream will always remain. That's something that's there already. I'm sure about that. Some of the live streams are really high quality and oh, yeah. the venues are amazing. The visuals, everything. So I think that there was a, yeah, there was a big progress in that in the past 11 months or... Yeah, it, it definitely <laughs> escalated. I know it's like, has it been a year already? What's happening? Oh, oh no, a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but that that have being said i think one thing for sure after this all happens we will be more connected than ever hopefully life of course so and music is the only universal language we speak it is we have to come back we come back so hopefully not only live streams but being surrounded by your fans and being connected in real life because that's that's the thing we need and that's what life is about and for sure I just had a moment where as you were saying that I was just thinking about the feeling of being on that dance floor and the energy that you feel in the room when no one is talking but the music is so good and all you're doing is dancing and you kind of look at each other like this is so good tell me how you feel when you're behind the decks and you're in that room and your eight hour journey, or maybe it's a two hour journey, but I just want to reminisce for a second on that feeling that you get when you're connecting with your fans on the dance floor. Yeah, that's the best you can have. And and that's also when I play that I need that action or I need... I need this to to bring a good set. Yeah, of course, sometimes you see maybe via Zoom or whatever, you you can be connected with some friends and even that give me a smile, for example. But of course, being surrounded and then full dance floor, but I, oh my God, I can't even. (laughs) I remember when the last gig, when when I played the last gig and how does it feel? So I'm also curious when it comes back and finally it is there again. That's going to be a feeling and a vibe. Wow. Yes. I know. I hope I can be there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I have to invite you. I know. Like, just let me know in advance, please. (laughs) We'll make it happen. (laughs) Of course, of course. Okay. Now I want to do the follow your bliss finale question. Can you share with us one positive outcome from this pandemic you may have experienced or any life-changing lessons you've learned? Yeah. Ooh. I had to think about this, really. Yeah, I can say one thing. One thing is clearly sure. I miss this so much that I know that I've made the right decision to go further with my passion. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I can't wait to come back to this or go back to this life. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the only thing a life lesson or learns at this time. You know, exactly. Sometimes 
this is what happens. It's like when something is taken away from you, then you're like, I miss this so much. And obviously it was your career. It was your journey. You've been building your brand and your fan base for years. And then now it's just paused. Yeah, maybe it's not. Yeah, is it a lesson learned? Yeah, I, I think so. This is the only thing I'm sure of. That this is it. So I yeah. knew I knew it was the good direction and it was <laughs> just... Okay, beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here today. It's so nice to connect with you. And I, I really hope to see you in the future. Maybe I'll just be in Amsterdam and, or maybe you can come visit me. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to come over because I think the weather is much better there. Than exactly. What, what we have here in Amsterdam at the moment. <laughs> yeah, when I can book a ticket, I come over. Perfect. Okay, Kim. Also, everybody, Kim, Miss Malera will be putting out a special guest mix for us and that will be coming out in a few weeks. So definitely stay tuned for her Musai guest mix and we'll see you soon, Kim. Thank you, Lindsay. I hope to see you soon. Love you. See you soon. Love you. Bye-bye. <laughs>